You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. Oh, man, you know what really drives me crazy? What's that? People. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about getting the jab. It's when you get the jab in at the right time to somebody that said something that made you mad and you're all irritated and you think of the right thing to say at the right moment and you get that jab in and you say something and you know it's going to hurt them and it does. You so, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Proverbs 25:11. a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Oh, is that the... The fitly spoken word? Yeah. It's right for the moment. <laughs> it, it is. I think that um, the Bible might have meant uh, a good word. <laughs> you think? Left to interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's true. I mean, you know how, you know, if you're in an argument with somebody, if we're in an argument, <laughs> and you... No. It's like you know exactly what to say that's going to hurt in the moment. And, well, what does that scripture say? A word fitly spoken is what? It's like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Okay, well, those words that would be spoken at the heat of the moment would not be uh, golden apples. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be rotten apples. Pretty much. And sometimes you don't know what the right thing to say is. It just flies out because you get so angry. Yeah, or you end up saying something, and, and you know the other person's like, "Oh, you went there," yeah. you know, and you go from a minor argument to a huge blow up, and then many times at the end of the blow up, you don't even know what you're arguing about anymore. At least for us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least for us, yeah. Uh, we have gotten to a couple times to where after he exchanged, we said, "What are we even arguing about?" But the one thing I remember after every argument. You tell me, I'm on your team. <laughs> Not today. I'm just here to tell you. I don't want you on my team. We're good. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and relationships are tough. So it's only natural that if you're in a close relationship, you are going to, you're going to hit some rough patches. You're mm-hmm. you're going to say things that are hurtful, um, that aren't the fitly spoken word. Absolutely. And that's... um. That's rough because what is the old saying? Sticks and bones, my bro- no <laughs> sticks and stones will break my bones, <laughs> but words will never hurt me. But words, I think I like your version. Sticks, sticks and, and bones. <laughs> yeah, well, words do hurt, and uh, I think sometimes words do even leave a lasting impression more than a, a scar or a bruise can, um, because mm-hmm. it can hurt. It can cut so deep. And when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, a lot of times you don't even, or maybe you do, but you don't intend to really hurt somebody as bad as, as we can with our words. You just intend to win. Honestly, I think a lot of times it's just about being right and proving your point and whatever means necessary to get there or, um, you know, the other person keeps coming back and you get frustrated. So you just finally snap. Yeah. And then that's when something comes out that really shouldn't have been said or has absolutely nothing to do with what you're fighting about. And so then you, then you start arguing about that subject and it's, uh, it's a mess, but that's where the word gives us 
such great guidance on how we should be careful with our tongue. Right. Um, we were talking earlier and you were talking about a verse about like self, the importance of self control and stuff. Yep. That is Proverbs 25 verse 28. It says a man without self control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Yeah. So you've got, um, if you have a city that's been broken into and its walls are gone, what is it? It's vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. To the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, in that verse, it, it has two different points to it. Um, action one is broken into and act number two is left without walls. So if you think about your house, not only is it broken into, but they took the doors with them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're left without doors. You're left without any barrier or any walls. So you're open and vulnerable um, and left for future attacks. Yeah. In the same area. So um, that's the result of somebody without self-control. Somebody without self-control. It's easier for it to happen again because you've lost those barriers that you had. And as Christians, we're called to not give a foothold to the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so by leaving the doors open, gone, <laughs> broken into your, I mean, you've opened your, your house wide open to an attack. Mm-hmm. And really it's, it's giving more than a foothold for the enemy to come in and, uh, stir up strife, you know, that's where you end up saying words you shouldn't say that cause pain. And well, um, we were talking like the walls that are built up, you know, especially in a relationship can be like walls of trust, walls of respect, Mm -hmm. um, that are built around the relationship that make, I want to use a millennial term here (laughs) that make it a safe space. Right. (laughs) And if you're in that relationship, it should be safe. Mm -hmm. But, when we get in a heated argument and things are said that hurt, it breaks down the trust, breaks down the respect. Right. And then those, those things are gone. So then they have to be built back up again. Right. And I think it's funny that we use the term, like, you know, my walls are up. Oh, you're right. I didn't think of that. <laughs> when something happens, you know, we'll <laughs> say our walls are up. And then when you look at it biblically, no, no. God's telling us that your walls are actually broken down, and it's a really bad spot to be in. That's true, because if your wall if your walls are up, you're basically saying, "I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable, right? Um, sharing or talking or whatever." Uh, but really, that's because those those walls are gone. Mm-hmm. The trust isn't there. The respect isn't there, and. Uh, you know, we do it to ourselves when we lose control, right? Especially in the heat of the moment, you know. And um, I'm definitely no saint when it comes to this, you know. Uh, we're Christians, but we mess up, and I especially have had my fair share of um losing control and arguments uh, where we've gotten heated, and mm-hmm. um, I say the wrong thing, and uh, you know, but that's. That's part of the grace, part of the uh, the relationship, you know, that mirrors our relationship with Christ to where 
you know, we have the opportunity to, to show love and grace and mercy to each other. Um, just as, as we've been shown that. So the scripture here is in, uh, what is it? Ephesians four twenty nine, It says, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. Uh, I, I think it's so easy for us to just like, withhold forgiveness from someone and feel like because they don't deserve forgiveness. But the whole premise of the gospel is that we don't deserve forgiveness. And in his mercy and his grace, he's extended that forgiveness. Right. But then we struggle to give that to others. It says uh, in verse 29, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good as is good for edification according to the need of the moment. I think it's really important to focus on the part that says that is good for edification because that reminds us that we're to build those walls back up that we broke down or that, um, you know, we're stolen. Yeah. And you're, I mean, and even if the walls aren't broken down, you're, but you're continually speaking good words. You're building your walls up higher and thicker and stronger um, by by building up those words uh, to start with. And it's not always easy to do. I mean, even if you're not having arguments, just to remember to, to pour into somebody, to mm-hmm. bring edification to that person, it's not always easy. I mean, you get wrapped up in your day-to-day life. You don't think to say an extra kind word to that person. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, and wh- I, I was kind of surprised that when you read the verse in 31 and talks about how we should be, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander. I thought, gee whiz, it sure goes into a lot of the negative there. And that just shows you how quick it snowballs. And it's like, ah, oh, that's how, you know, that's how bad we as humans can be. I mean, you know, things get heated and quickly it turns into bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander. And, and it's like those are all the things that come up mm. when we lose control right. of our tongue. And then it goes on further to say, um, along with all malice. <laughs> so it's like the bitterness, the wrath, the anger, the clamor, the slander, all just m- a malicious attack. Right. And that's what comes over us when we get in an argument and we lose control. Question for you. Yeah. What's the difference between wrath and anger? <laughs> um, wrath. So wrath, I would think God's wrath, like with Noah, I mean, destroy the whole world, kill them all. Um, what was the other one? Anger? Anger. Uh, anger. <laughs> Uh, God was angry with Jonah, so he sent a whale to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying one involves the entire world, the next one involves just one person. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? 
that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. But um, wait, wait, wait. There was that verse that talked about slow to anger, right? Yeah. Read that one. <laughs> Proverbs sixteen thirty two. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. So we can be angry then. We just have to be slow to it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's whoever is slower to anger would win the argument. So um, we're it's saying that we we may get angry. We could get angry, but as long as we're slow to get angry, I think the hope is we come to our senses before we uh, lose control, lose that self control. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the other verse was uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So we're going to reap what we sow, basically. Yeah. Um, whatever we speak with our tongue, the Bible says the power of the tongue gives death or life. Mm-hmm. So I think that leaves us with wondering, are the words we're speaking into others words that are building up life or the words that are speaking death? Yeah, absolutely. So what should everybody do moving forward? A word fitly spoken. Find that fitly word. That's going to be golden apples, (laughs) not, not rotten apples. Yeah. Fitly spoken word. 